Welcome to the Personal Trainer Collective podcast, the only resource for personal trainers who are fed up with the status quo. If you want to stay ahead of the competition, build a thriving business and have the freedom to work on your own terms, you've come to the right place. Without further ado, let's take your confidence and education to the next level with this week's episode. Hey guys, welcome to the Personal Trainer Collective Podcast. It's myself, Tom, obviously, you heard me from last week, and I'm back. I haven't been on for a few weeks, but I'm, I'm back. And we've got young Joe here. What's going on, Joe? Not much, mate, not much. This is our first podcast together. Obviously, I've been on with Luke, been on a solo one, but we haven't actually been on one together. We actually haven't been on one together, yeah. Um, we basically, what's happened, Luke's not been on the last two, so we've outed him, basically, is what's happened. We've slightly taken over. Um, and now it's our show. So this is all good. That's it. No more Luke. <laughs> Luke is no more. Luke is also on holiday. So you, it's kind of like whilst the, uh, whilst the cat's away, right? So that's basically what's happening in the company this week. So hopefully we'll keep everybody rolling and see what's happening. But we're going to go on from what I vaguely vaguely i kind of started discussing last week and i kind of promised certain because a lot of the stuff we're talking about um is obviously guided by what we talk about with our pt coaching like clients right our mentees um and i'm still not a fan i realize what's the cat's wagon i'm not a fan of the collectors this needs to be workshopped i don't like it yeah (laughs) It, it, it works for now, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's a tough one, isn't it? What? No, I feel, I feel, it sounds like they're out on like street corner, like jingling a bell, trying to get money. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, that's that you. to yeah. me as a collector or a yeah. collector or whatever, or like a church yeah. service. And I'm like, oh, we got to workshop this name somehow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Luke, when you're listening to this, he won't be listening. Um, we've just got to workshop the name or if any of the mentees or the collectors, apparently so I would think of a different name, please let us know. Cause we need a collective pronoun for all of you. Um, yeah. so we can just use it in one word. But anyway, I digress. We uh, started talking about because um, we see guidance from there, and I've talked about it a fair bit from like one to one aspect. But obviously, it's an issue that kept on keep on cropping up because obviously social media is such a like a, ah people get stressed about it when they're going on there. Some people are incredibly natural, but some people need as much direction as possible. Um, and there is there are people like myself, who I'm not a particularly, I'm using air quotes here, transformation coach. Yes, I have got transformations, but that that isn't what people come to me for. It's not what I'm known for. And if I'm all in honesty, like there are better people out there for that than me. And um, a thousand percent, they're the same kind of coaches. Um, I don't know when you did your personal training qualification, was it for the outlook you want to do transformations or was it like, oh, I want to do sports. I just want to lift. I just want to do anything. Probably before the PTC, it would have been more like transformation style. But since doing all the PTC work and obviously being at the at the company, it probably would be more like sports based or just performance based, moving better, that sort of vibe. So probably changed a bit but yeah going into it initially probably transformation yeah so i think that's like i think obviously that's more like the the shock and awe tactic i feel of social proofing and getting your kind of name out there it's uh, true 
I guess the people who did it amazingly well, and that's exactly the product that they do, uh, ultimate performance, or probably in terms of that, the transformation you've seen adverse, it's just like 12 weeks, this to this. We didn't let him eat anything, but and he kept him locked yeah. in a cage, and then we made him deadlift every single day. I was like, obviously, he's going to lose weight. Yeah, that's fine. Um, but that's what happens at UK. Yeah. <laughs> it's like people um, want the, it's just appealing to people that want the, the best results with the minimum output, right? If they only have to do fitness for 12 weeks, then might sign me yeah, up. That's, I mean. that's what it is. So the shock and awe tactic. But obviously, there's great coaches that will be like, actually, this is the progress photos from day one to day 300 and you're like actually there's and then it'll be the same progress photo hopefully at day 400 because they've managed to maintain their weight and maintain this and blah 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 and they've coached them well so that is one aspect and i think when people mention kind of so joe actually for you and what the top question i wrote is what is social proving because people some people won't know what that even means and what it what it entails social proofing for me again I don't 100% know this so people don't judge me um, I'd say it's some sort of uh, I'm trying not to use the words I was about to say proof on social media some sort of credibility online of the service you provide yeah I'd say so it's yeah it's uh, whatever social proofing is showing showing people socially what you do and how you achieve success with people essentially. Um, and it's one of the key kind of indicators of like, I'm not, not good business. I think it's just showing that you know what you're doing and people listen to you and you're able to achieve results that people are coming in for. And it's one of the things you're not particularly going to go to a coach who this is, will sing to some people listening. Like if your Instagram page and you want clients is just full of you, nothing else, um, you with your top off training, you're not going to get the clientele you probably want, like, or people won't want to sign up with you because you don't, you're not showing value. You're not showing you can take people through a journey. And basically that's what you, that's what coaching is, right? You've got to coach and hopefully you've got somebody on that journey. So it's like, all right, but we're going to talk about the ways getting around the obvious one. And the obvious one is just what we laid into is progress photos, top off, off we go. Can I share this? You look a little bit fat here and then you've, we've gotten leaner. That's the Billy basic kind of thing. And then, I mean, Joe's going to go through like technicalities of how he would or what he sees online and how he would start to put it and portray it. So it's important because basically it shows a problem and this is how, this is what the marketing strategies are, right? You're showing a problem and then you're showing what the client did to combat that problem and how you helped them combat that problem. And then what the end result was from you combating that problem. So it's a problem. I'm overweight. We did this, 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 this progress photo. We got leaner. Boom. Okay. But without the context, I feel like it's nothing. There needs to be the little thing at the bottom going like, oh, Sally did this. She she was like hardworking. She checked in every week. She did this. Her problem was that she ate too many cakes. We intervened by taking all her cakes away. And now she's lean. And it's like, okay, we coached and we took them on a journey. And that's a very kind of minutia kind of point of view. Yeah. So, told a story, basically. Told a story. Yeah. 
yeah, we're trying to be relatable, relatable to Sally. If Sally's your client, then it's always Sally. It's always a Sally or like Betty or some sort of like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah it's with Sally. Sally is what I say. I suppose it's the same as, you know, the, uh, the Karen meme that gets often uh, used. Yeah, Someone's being a Karen, all the Karens in the world are just uh, raging. <laughs> <laughs> all the Sally's have always been overweight and they don't know what they're doing in the gym. So <laughs> apologies, Sally. Um, yeah. And I guess like, so the, I guess what platforms have you seen on, I guess, socially? Uh, Instagram's probably the main one. Um, I know Facebook, it depends on your demographic, right? I suppose Facebook's probably pretty popular if you're working with uh, the older gen. Like I don't really use Facebook. I literally have it for our PT coaching clients is the only reason I have no friends on there. Um, <laughs> so if you, if, you know, <laughs> absolutely not. The, um, yeah, so if you was working with an older demographic, then perhaps Facebook might be the play. But generally speaking, I'd probably say Instagram. Again, you could go TikTok as well um if you perhaps had a you know if i would say tiktok if you went for a younger audience and you were selling maybe guides maybe that transformation process because it's a low buy-in um and you generally younger people won't have the the income to buy you know but pay for monthly coaching or anything like that so a cheap a cheap 15 20 pound guide might be the play uh, and then you, you you go on on TikTok, but I'd say Instagram's kind of the middle ground where you've you've got such a, a wide demographic of people using it, and it's probably the most frequently used platform by everyone. I feel like everyone's probably got an Instagram, whereas some people might not have Facebook, some people might not have TikTok, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Correct. Yeah. Beautiful. So when we're going through these ideas so i'm just going to briefly kind of discuss i guess what we can do other than the progress photos so number one i've got lifting technique in terms of so this is this is going to be a requirement of the fact that you need to video your clients probably at the start of when you take them on. And I think everybody should be doing this. Maybe one-to-one -one coaches don't do it so much because they're like, oh, I'm focusing on the client. But you've got to kind of future-proof in your business as well. You've got to take a little snapshot of like how how they moved at the start anyway. And I think that's good kind of progression in terms of where their, where their movement screen would be. And this is where kind of a lifting or loaded movement screen comes in as well. So know for a fact that so my online clients i get them to do a, a multiple like range of lifts over the over the first like two weeks and i want them to film them from certain angles so i know what they look like i know what happens so i've easily got that kind of documentation ready to kind of go if it sucked then i'm like i oh, cool i'm going to coach that and then in two three weeks they're then going to be better at it suddenly i've got a social proofing of my coaching and corrective technique um, I'm able to use. So that will be number one in terms of different lifts. Um, then we've got, I guess, client wins. How would you say, like, I guess, how would you say that was better portrayed? Would you want a video from the client, a video from the coach, or whether it was just a written format, like a Twitter, not a Twitter, I guess it's like the, the messaging format kind of thing. So it yeah. looks like a text message so kind of thing. Uh, yeah, there's, I suppose there's a few ways you can do it. So, I mean, we post our wins. So we just take screenshots from the form they fill out on a weekly basis and post that on our stories and sort of just have a few of them there as an animation on the story. You could perhaps, I know we in the past we used, uh, what was it called? Video Ask. Yeah. Where um, you, you kind of, uh, it's an app and you set up uh, like questions that you want them to ask and then uh, answer, sorry, and then they answer those specific questions and you could then extract that video 
say it's a 30 second vertical video, you could then extract that and put that as a reel. Uh, that would probably be my my thing, either on the stories, on the reels, obviously make sure that they film it vertical if it's a reel, just so it fits the format. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anywhere else. You could, you could do a carousel as well if you wanted to talk about, if you wanted to give a bit more detail. So you might talk about this was John. He was, um, you know, didn't have a consistent training routine, had common, like if he was training for like rehab stuff, he had back issues. And then on the carousel, then you could maybe talk about where he started, where he is now, and sort of maybe include photos within that. But obviously within the carousel, you're given a bit of context, given a bit of a story. And I think we'll probably touch on it quite frequently throughout, but that having that story element is just so important, isn't it? I think Luke yeah. was kind of reiterating that to all of our clients. It's like when you post uh, maybe a transformation on your story, jump on the next story and talk about, talk about that that person talk about where they started talk about the difficulties they had because i know if say if i wanted to work with tom and he posted like a, a transformation of someone uh, my main sport at the moment is jiu-jitsu but even if he posted someone like uh, martial arts or boxing or whatever and it was like we managed to you know do this for this person who's a boxer i'm instantly going to think oh they do some sort of martial art as well that sounds like me you know they're going to relate what they struggle with or relate uh, their starting point to someone that you know you've got in your story but if you just post a photo then it's very easy now just to skip through stories and, and reels and stuff you want to capture that attention so get on the stories you you're fine to post the transformation but get on the stories and talk about the story about and the context um and just make sure you have captions because quite a lot of people yep. still aren't putting captions on captions especially how easy how easy it is to put the captions on with automatic captions now, just just get captions yeah. on because most people will be looking. I know even if I'm at home, if something hasn't got captions, I'm much more likely to just click off it because humans are lazy nowadays. Uh, yeah, because also if, like you might be in an environment that you don't want the sound, right? And that's the Yeah, thing. you might be on a busy train and you know yeah. you don't want to just blast it out. So nobody, yeah. nobody likes that dickhead that has their music loud or the phone on loud. Or you don't, I don't even like people who take phone calls near me. I'm just like, what are you doing? Like, get off the train. Uh, miss this train. Get off. Go. Yeah. Go away. Um, yeah. I, yeah, that's that's bonkers if people are doing that. So for, I guess this, that's a better way of doing it. Let's let's rehash this because I wasn't going to split it up into two, spot, two parts. All right. I've got, we're going to go through because we just did that about like kind of, uh, yeah, progress photo or client wins. Let's go through those kind of mechanisms and what you could do for design, what you could do for video, what you could do for carousel for each of the ideas that I would have as a coach, right? So that first one was lifting technique, right? So what would be your way? So the lifting technique wing for me would be, all right, they were crap at squatting. Their range of motion was shit. We intervened by possibly doing some mobility work, some dorsiflexion issues. Maybe we sorted some of their hinge pattern out and then suddenly their squat looks better when we've loaded it up a little bit. How would you start to design that? What would you say would be the best way of doing it? In the, I'd say the thing that popped into my head the most that I could create is a reel. So like you said, you're probably getting videos of the clients at the start and then you know after they make the progress. So you yeah. could have a video of 10 seconds of them squatting and then have the text on screen with the issues. So you know um, they've got an asymmetric shift or basically just list out all the things that the issues they've got and then and then the next one's going to be a video of them you could either go uh what we did to improve this and then again bullet points on the screen and then this is how it looks now 
bullet points on the screen with where they've made the improvements. And you could make that a 10 second, a five second, a 10 second clip with some music over the top. You've got yourself a 20 second reel, which shows clearly um, what they were, what where they was before, what you did to improve it. And even that you probably don't even, maybe you don't include, maybe you just show the before and after because then people might ask, oh, how did you achieve this? And you could make that into another piece of content. Um, but yeah, that would probably be my 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 play I'd, I'd make it up into a reel perfect so it's always yeah about telling obviously telling that story and but giving giving the problem that the person's got because people relate to other people's issues right they relate and they put it on themselves or like actually I suck at squatting cool maybe they can help me they've helped this person maybe I would have to reach out on that kind of thing and they've managed to help that person so yeah let's go from that sure. beautiful um, a graph showing progress so this is obviously predicated on the fact that you're taking data um obviously if you're a decent coach you're probably taking some sort of data to kind of extrapolate whether that client's making progress and the, these can be taken from different kind of points of view right so this goes into maybe the client doesn't want to put their progress photos on but we can use weighings like their weight scales that graph body weight coming down you can use the fact that you can take body tape measurements you could have done body fat percentage over time if you had all of these these are real really cool key indicators of what's happening um, and how you help them but then that also relates to kind of lifting as well all right we started a like this kind of body weight split squat and then we're now we're lifting 100 kilos or anything so it'd be like a graph over time and hopefully it shows a little bit of a journey in the graph and the fact that it wasn't linear and it would just be like up and downy, up and downy, up and downy. But the general trend was good. Um, and that graph helps you kind of tell your story. The only thing I would obviously caveat with this is some people might get switched off by looking at a graph or they're like, oh, that's maths. Ugh. But I feel like that's the most illustrative way of showing data. Um, hence why I guess uh, infographics tend to do okay but they have no personality they're like zero lead like i know client converters essentially a little bit of lead gen sure but you're getting no clients from that like that's the fact because it hasn't got your face on it or you haven't got any of that how would you if you were showing kind of graph based progress or something like that how would you portray that i think you could do either i think you could do a video or a carousel if i was doing a video again you want to really capture that story i'd say the video would probably be a little bit harder in terms of keeping someone's attention um and then you could literally just for you know maybe it depends how much details in the graph um but you could just have while you're talking about maybe getting a bit more statsy have the graph on screen so that they actually have something to look at while you're sort of reading the data from it um which you could definitely do and if you're confident on video then i'll definitely go for that if if you're not so much, then you could go for a carousel. And then this is again where you capture the story, but you the, the key bit with that is probably just getting that hook, right? Because like you said, if you just throw a graph straight away, someone's gonna look at that and go, yeah, I'm not reading that. So it's going, maybe you get that hook, if you go in, uh, I'm trying to think of an example, John, like you could even have the transformation as the hook or something like that. And then where, as you start telling the story on the carousel, you then like maybe the third, fourth slide, then you show the graph to give it a bit of context because by that point, someone's already invested. And like you said, they're going to they're gonna want to see the graph. They're, there's a clear visual represent, representation, I can say the word, uh, of the downward trend if they're trying to lose weight or whatever it is. Um, so yeah, that would be how I'd probably into, in, uh, get involved in a, 
in a carousel. Beautiful. Right. Um, then I wrote kind of interaction with your clients. So through this, I thought like messaging or maybe you doing like a, a coaching call with them, all that kind of stuff. Not the classic like, oh, I'm a coaching coach. And then I've, I take a picture of me just on my computer and yeah. like, oh, I'm doing yeah. updates. There's nobody on the screen. Why monster <laughs> coffee? <laughs> and it's just like, all right, that's very candid, but there's nobody on the screen or like you're just in a meeting and you're taking part of it, not leading it in any way. Um, I'm not a big fan of the candid photos just really annoy me and I've never been able to get my head around doing them. And I'm just like, oh, I don't understand. Yeah. Who's taking that photo? I don't understand. You're not doing any work. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I know you, you pose for that shot. I don't get it. Why? It'll be like, why have you taken your laptop to this really weird and working on your knee? And I'm like, yeah. I know that's not practical. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, that's the, there's, a, there's a difference when I know the people who do that. I, ten, I tend to think they're not really doing work. They just send emails. That's all they do. They only send emails. They don't do work because I'm assuming myself and Joe are very similar here. I know Luke's exactly the same. We're multiple screen people and have the setup at the desk. Yeah, we can work remotely, but guess what? We're still attached to a desk because we're like, oh, shit, we got to yeah do this, 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 and got to have multiple things open at the same time so we can look across certain things. Yeah, if you can work on your knee on your laptop, you're just sending email. Yeah. Or, Annoyed yeah, people that. Um, watching YouTube or something. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so interaction with your clients. So me, I thought it was like, oh, were you able to take a little, because we, we do it. I, I always do it if we're on, if, I, if I'm teaching a class, I'll take a little picture of the Zoom class and put it on my story or because it's social proofing. It proves I'm, hopefully it proves I'm teaching and there's people who are listening to me or something like that. Or maybe I take this and be like, oh, look, we're doing a podcast with Joe. Bam, off we go. Um, so any interaction you have with your clients, whether that be message based, video based, talking based, any kind of thing, how would you how would you package that up? Definitely, like you said, start with the stories. It's 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 easy to do. You can pop a quick video of like the meeting going on. You can go, like you said, hey, we're about to record this podcast. Uh, keep an eye out for it on Wednesday when it drops. Stuff like that. Um, that's pretty easy to do. I'm trying to if you wanted to incorporate text messages you know perhaps you want to go through like maybe you just want to kind of do like a, a reviews type thing i would probably i'd probably go more towards the carousel again you can build that story of the person if you perhaps want to uh it depends whether if you want to do one specific review obviously you need to give a bit of context to as to who the person was again their struggles and their problems and then how they found your coaching experience within that or if you wanted to incorporate multiple reviews within one carousel, you could do that. Um, again, that probably what well, it's probably not going to be a post where it's going to get it's going to get little to no engagement, right? But again, if someone you could you could even post these on your story. I just sort of thought think on the spot. You could post these on your story. So the plan is with the PTC one, I'll let you in on a little secret. We're going to add the highlights of like PT coaching client wins. And then the highlights on your stories can be all the reviews there because naturally when someone clicks on your profile, it's the first thing that they see right before they even see the posts, they see the, 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 the highlights. And oftentimes when I click on someone's profile, I sort of scan through those. So those are always going to be saved. And it's not not too spammy. It's not too salesy because you're not saying, here's how great my service is. Here's all the reviews. And if the one person, you know, if you have reviews from six months ago, no one's probably going to scroll down your profile that far. 
define them. Whereas Creep, they're on creepy the weirdos are creepy yeah. weirdos are. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So <laughs> whereas if you got them on the highlights, you could just have it as like reviews or you know whatever you want to title it, and then that's straight away at the top of the page. You've got a continuation building of that reviews because every time you post a story, whether that be 72 weeks ago, whether that be 15 weeks ago, whether that be a week ago, you can see that continual uh, reviews there. And again, if you want to jump on and talk a bit more about a story and give a bit more context for a review, yeah, and that would be per- that. So yeah, probably probably after all that, I'd say stories. Stories is the main one. Stories, fair enough. All right, next one. Um, you, okay, I feel like how this has in a package. It'd be like the coach talking about a particular client. Say, I've done this before. So I have a client, and I have their like I I tag their Instagram handle, put that in there, and then like maybe a video of them lifting their little thing. But there's me, kind of, on a bit of the uh, the screen. And I'm just talking about yep. and what they've done and what they've achieved. Um, how would you pack, package that guy up? Yeah, again, probably just in a reel. Um, I feel like, it, especially I'm talking specifically about Instagram here. If you're posting video content, yeah. just make it a reel. There's no point doing a video because Instagram just doesn't push it. Um, and people are just less likely to watch it. So, and it, it's the shorter video seems to be the thing right now where the shorter the better so just package it up in a reel i think the way you do it's pretty um pretty i would say i i I know how when i do it and i've got to cut back on it because i go for like nearly the full fucking 60 seconds and it's just Mm -hmm. like that's wrong right it needs even though you're allowed that much 30 seconds probably tops right yeah yeah you want to i always the shorter the better and of course you know don't take that to the extreme where you just give no value or whatever but yeah i guarantee if you record a video of yourself and the more you record the more you'll notice it you record a video and it might be a certain amount of time the amount you can cut out just keep just watch it a couple of times and think do i do i need this in is it is it essential to the the story or the information or the value i'm trying to give and if not just cut it out because you want it as short as possible without we're still giving value obviously so yeah i'd say package it up as a real again if you're talking on camera even if you're just doing the because you've got the voiceover effect now which is pretty handy for most people uh, yeah. if you don't want to use your your green screen and have your face there you just want to have a voiceover because it gets in the way just make sure obviously you have either the captions on or the captions on and maybe suggest have the text on screen saying sound on at the start because you'll be surprised again, someone's on the train scrolling through their phone. They haven't got their, their, their audio on. If they then just, they'll just think it's a video of just someone lifting. They're like, all right, I'm not going to yeah. listen to that. But if they see the the physical sign of sound on, then they think, oh, let me turn my sound on or let me make sure my volume's up. So if I've got my earphones in, then I can listen to it. Cool. Yeah. Good little tip. Um, nice. So we got PRs. So personal records or how they've been going essentially. So this is one that I like using. Um, and this is, I would like to collate them and be like, boom, 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 boom. There's a few. Um, just because as people know from what I spoke about last week was tracking performance data and using that as the win. Um, because guess what? People end up looking pretty good anyway. And they're probably, their progress photos are probably going to be all right because they've performed well on the gym and they've achieved what they wanted to and you've been able to guide them from a to b um and pr of lifts it's a mandatory thing for me testing weeks my clients film every single lift and i just say i want it filmed because i want to see you have done it 
Um, and I want to see if we fail, I want to see how we can coach you better and why it looks like you failed or whatever. Cause I've, I purposely created a program for you to peak possibly at that time where I think you can lift a certain weight or do something a certain height or jump at this certain distance. Um, and then I'm like, all right, cool. But then if again, we make the prerequisite of, we say in our coaching, please film this week. Like I want you to film this. I want you to film this. I want you to film this. Cool. The client does it. Then that's wonderful. Some of them are like, Oh, I don't like filming. I'm like, well, don't do online coaching then. Unfortunately, I need to see what you're doing. Um, and if you're already far away, not really possible. Um, so yeah. So how would you package up a, a batch of PRs with some sort of motivational kind of Rocky style, like montage, obviously, Joe, that's what I want to see from you. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're going <laughs> to, we're just going to start off where they're just like the stereotypical, like no one liked them, low self-confidence. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. Again, I think it's similar to the, uh, what was the first one we did where it was like, like the lifting the fixing the forks and stuff like that. Yeah. I think, I think again, you could just go, this was uh, at the start of their program. They was doing, I don't know, split squats for X amount of weight and X amount of reps. And this week it was their test week. And as you can see, they've had a X amount of increase. Um, I was actually going to, yeah. So again, I'd probably package that up as a reel, but I think we can digress a little bit. What obviously if someone did approach you, cause I think it's, it's such a valuable thing having your clients film as much as they can really, obviously you're not going to say to them film every session, but as a coach, it's so like, it's so valuable for you to actually be able to coach them. But then of course you can use that on your socials again, just make sure you get permission. Um, but yeah. you can use that on your socials, right? So how, what are, what are the best ways you find to sort of, if someone's a bit, or I'm not, I don't want to film or, you know, it's not really, I, I just don't want to do it. How do you kind of overcome this and overcome that? I, I'm as blunt as possible. Okay. And I'm like, if you want me to help you, I was like, unfortunately, I can't give you the best service. Um, never mind about like using it for social proofing. That's just a, a positive side effect that people don't realize if they don't film their fucking like clients and stuff. Right. Um, yep. and then you're like, all right, well, we want to get better. And if number one that I might see some like weights going up in their plan and I'm like, Hmm, those might be going up too quickly or not going up enough or whatever. And I'm like, video that, please. Because um, I don't think, you know, they're like, Ooh. then I might be like apprehensive about it. Um, but I guess they've you just got a way out that you're like, no one cares, but I care. I want to look at you and trust me. I film myself all the time. Loads of people film themselves, but that's the, that's the world we live in, unfortunately. And it's just, they never have to be away. Um, if they don't want to, then yeah, they need to, book a trip to come and see you or, or the only other way I've have done it is I've asked a coach possibly from their gym or their facility. I've, I've asked them to like, Oh, is there any coach that you trust or anybody you spoke to who can like go and just coach you for a few lifts and stuff. So, um, that's something that I've done for people as well. Cause it'd be like, all right, Tom's in London. So yeah. Can you ask him to come down? Like they pay my, like, I cut like a couple of hours rate or whatever. Um, and then I'll come around and be like, that's that, that's that, that's that just for a little technique session. And that's it. Um, which is, which is absolutely sound. Like there's, there's possibility for that. That's the way to get around it. Um, but it just costs more. So it doesn't cost as much to film and it doesn't have to be a load. Right. I think people are thinking like, Oh, my filming on my whole session is going to take forever. It's like, I've forgotten my tripod or my little thing 
several million times and never had it on me. And I'm like, all right, did you bring a bottle of water? Cool. Prop it up against that. Um, you're all right. Just click go record and just make sure you're in the shot. Um, a decent enough angle then you're all right and if you've got a new iphone and stuff it looks great it looks fine yeah um yeah. it looks it's good enough oh yeah. that's the that's the thing um yeah just people people who are nervous on camera they're not they're probably just not big social media people at all mm-hmm. i don't think yeah um yeah so but yeah it, it, and i think as well like you said you film yourself i mean the, the, I film myself you 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 can get easy when you start a program you think oh i'm doing everything right because I started off right. And as soon as you start increasing the weight, you'll be surprised. Like even sometimes I'll find feel myself and I'm like, why the hell am I doing that? Or oh, I, Correct, yeah. because I was, I was doing that. So even just by filming yourself, you learn things. So yeah. Like you said, it hasn't got to be some cinematic masterpiece, you know, it's, it's always, <laughs> no. can you, can you physically see what, so if you've, you know, if you feel like, um, there's a particular movement and there's a particular part you're struggling with. Okay. Can you physically see that in the shot? Yes then you're, you're pretty sweet. Yeah. So um, don't overcomplicate and, it. And it's like a, a little thing that you can do um, like as an onboarding system, right? As well, there's an onboarding teaching of like how I'd like you to set up your phone for filming yeah. or how I'd like you to set up your camera, this view or this view, um, blah, 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 blah. So they kind of know, they're going in knowing they're going to have to film as well. So they might have, they won't, yeah. it may not build up as much anxiety about it. Um, and if you sure. can just like their screening and stuff, you can do that at home or if, if they've got that kind of facility or ask them to go when the gym's not busy and ask them if there's a friend that can go and film with them. So they've got moral support. Um, yeah. yeah, I was about to so say, they, they could to... even probably just find someone at the gym. You know, if someone was on the bench next to me and they said, Oh, would you mind just filming a set? I'll, I'll just oh, yeah. I'm assuming like 99 out of a hundred people would be like, okay, it's fine. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah. It's cool, um, and then I'm um, obviously obviously that person who's filming is going to give unsolicited advice afterwards. But yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, Just all right. Um, come more than them, and you're all right. All right, last one that I have um, is new skills. Um, I guess it goes into more of the lifting kind of thing as well, but it's another idea because coaching is not just about lifting more weight and whatever, but it's actually about skill acquisition. Um, and they might have learnt a new lift or they've learned a new thing or they've managed to do some, I don't know, cycling or something or, or maybe on your behalf, like you for a different kind of business, right? You might do mentoring or whatever and suddenly Joe's taught, I didn't know how to use Canva and now I can do this on Canva. Like this is the before on Canva. This is the after on Canva. Like look at the difference in terms of quality and my video editing skills and blah, 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 blah. So new skills or skill acquisition, um, how would you try and package that one? I think I think you go both again. It's, it's going to sound like I'm just copping out and saying real sort of thing. <laughs> um, but as we're recording this in May 2022, it is, it is kind of the thing at the moment. So it's, it's hard to get away from that. Um, again, you could just, like you said, so if you was, let's use that can, for example, just because it's something a little bit different. Uh, you could even, if he was going to do that as an infographic, you could go like as a hook as like my um, transformation photos sucked or my, like basically take, take the mic out of yourself and then go, this is what I designed previously. Uh, and this is what I designed now. And you can kind of show the differences that way. 
or if it's more video based then again you can almost take the mic out yourself and be like oh this is what i produced before obviously if it's a client probably wouldn't take the take the piss um, <laughs> <laughs> but if it's your own work it should be fine and then yeah just kind of show that before and after maybe give it a little bit of context as like you might have been uh you have no design background perhaps you could say something like that and then someone's like oh well i have no design background so why can't i give that a go or um they've never done an exercise before and they want to try it but they've always been too scared again you can give a little bit of context for that so just show a before and after on a reel and then just give a little bit of context you could even just have the before and after play in have it a little bit longer and then just tell the story with the with the voiceover effect right um but again please please have your captions on (laughs) have the captions if you want to take anything away i think as we summarize bringing this episode to a close but if we summarize it's going to be fucking build a story put your captions on apparently um yeah that's what you need (laughs) and i'm always a fan of and i i i I say this, I think, to every fucking coach that doesn't do it is just put your face on camera. Um, I realize it's horrible and it's like jarring at start, but guess what? If you were signing up with a coach and you didn't know how they spoke, how their mannerisms were and all this kind of stuff, there's no chance in hell I'm signing up with them. Absolutely not. They might have the best social proofing in the world and they've lost all this. I'm like, I just don't know how I'm, I, am I going to like them as a coach? That's, that's the biggest thing. It's like, and you're like, Oh, they're going to unfollow me. Yeah. Good. Fuck it. They don't like you. Right. They're never going to be your client. If they don't like understand your personality, my guys, if, if you wanted to sign up with me and you can't take some sort of sarcastic comment or sarcasm, I'm not for you. Trust me. Like I'm going to be sarcastic in, in probably my check-ins every now and again. And yeah. yeah and if, if you don't take that in, yeah, it's fine. Um, but it's fine. But yeah, yeah. let's and just get, get on camera. Get on camera. And I've said this on other podcasts, but I'll say it again. Speaking on camera is a skill. It's not something you're born with. There's obviously people like anything else that you're going to be uh, born with certain skills and abilities naturally. But 99% of the people, I mean, we both probably couldn't talk on camera at all to begin with, but how do you get better at it? You do it more. Do it. So just stop selling yourself because it's just one of those things where people just say, I'm good at speaking on camera or I'm not, and that's that's fine or that's it. Oh, I'm not good on camera. Well, you just do it more and you get better at it. Yeah, and there's a point of like in coaching, you just got to be good enough. Good enough yeah. to get your point across. Good enough to like do your journey. It doesn't have to be perfect. None no. of us are perfect because otherwise we'd be like presenting like football and doing all that kind of stuff if we wanted to go down that route and do some sort yeah. of presenting skills. But mm-hmm. like, all right, it's going to be good enough for the business that we're trying to achieve in. Our main business is coaching, but we have to be good enough at the other stuff to make sure everything else stays afloat, right? So yeah strive for good enough not perfect <laughs> get that on a motivational quote and see there how we go. That's, I'm going to put that up I'm going to put that up yeah. and be like strive to be good enough no if nothing is perfect we're not yeah. perfect nobody is um, alright Joseph any other business I think we're all good, mate. I think we've covered a few things I think things we're there. all good. Obviously, if you have thought anything was quite interesting, guess what? You can become a working title collector 
Um, but yeah, go book into, I'm assuming, I think Alec probably, uh, or go on the PTC Instagram, book in through the link, like link tree, right? Um, yeah, and then and it'll be in the, the podcast notes as well. I'll leave correct, it in, in the podcast you notes. If you're interested in actually becoming one of our mentees, you can obviously come and chat to any of us. I've got my link on my link tree. My, my calendar is always open for that kind of thing. You can just book a coaching call and we can talk about PT coaching if you really want to. If you don't want to speak to Alec, it's fine. Um, <laughs> But obviously you'll speak to Alec and uh, yeah, get you involved. And obviously all our courses are still up there. I think we've got a few more PT cores coming through. People enjoying that. So wonderful. And it's, and if you haven't started online coaching, just do it now. Just buy the OFB um, online, not OFB, online o- coaching blueprint. <laughs> OCB. So many acronyms. I'd get so many acronyms. That is the PT <laughs> All right, go and do that. Um, all right, thanks for listening, guys. And who knows, we might catch you next week or Luke might be back. Yeah, we don't know. Catch you then.